Hey everybody, welcome to the Mini Break by Cracked Rackets, your daily podcast for storylines, results, and controversy in the tennis world. Today is Wednesday, August 21st, and we're here to talk about some more action leading up to the U.S. Open in this beautiful American hardcore swing. My name is Jamie McDonald, and I'll be your host for today, and with me is my Wednesday regular. He is the man of the East Coast. It's Matt Stokowiak. Matt, how's it going? Jamie, what's up, man? We are uh, one day closer to the Open, man. I'm, I'm pumped. We're getting there. One day closer. It's starting to feel real, isn't it? Yeah, it's coming up, man. Well, with so many qualies matches, I mean, it's definitely starting to feel real. Absolutely. No, I mean, and it's, I don't know. We've, we've said this. You and I both feel the same way about this. This swing is just so much fun because there's just so much tennis going on at such a high level. And it's, you know, all on home soil, seemingly. Exactly. All, but for the most part, yeah. all of the stuff that's in the spotlight is right here in the United States. And so it's a ton of fun to be able to follow all of this stuff. But at the same time, man, it's pretty overwhelming. I mean, like, just when you look at the amount of matches that are played in a day, like, it's insane, right? Yeah, it can be, especially with qualies, because, I mean, the draws exactly. are the draws are just huge. I mean, it's ridiculous. So, I mean, you know, when, yeah. we're, when we're looking at draws like that and going through those results, I mean, there's so many matches. Then you got Winston-Salem, um, you know, among, you know, another tournament for the WTA Tour as well. So, yeah, just tons of tennis, man. But it, it's all we're, – we're filtering down, and it's going to all be there in Flushing Meadows next week. So I'm excited, man. Right, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. You mentioned that Winston-Sam's on the ATP side. And then, of course, in New York, they've got more WTA action. But I think for us, let's go ahead and start with those qualies since there are so many matches. Um, I, I'm going to let you steer this one a little bit. So tell me, when, especially we'll start on the women's side. When you're looking at some of these matches, I know you and Gruskin had talked about quite a few of them coming into um, today's results. Tell me, you know, what are you focusing on here? What inter- what results interest you do the most? You know, what, just give me your thoughts on the women's side of qualifications today. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, we uh, obviously, you know, we like to focus on the Americans a sure. lot. So, um, you know, we were discussing the, the women's chances here. And, you know, we got a good win today out of Nicole Gibbs. Got through in three sets. So that's obviously good to see. One of my picks that I made, Sasha Vickery, got through over Abanda from Canada. So, uh, put me one up over Gruskin on that one. Um, Gladly, I will. Y- yep, yep. I'll take the point there. She gets through in straight sets. Um, Christina McHale. I thought I, I figured she's gonna make it through this draw and actually qualify, get into that main draw. I just, yeah. I, you know, I feel like she's at the level where she should be in the main draw of the U.S. Open. She wins three and two today. So. Um, you know, good result for her. Robin Anderson. How about another American uh, former college player at UCLA? She gets through in three sets, 6-4 in the third there. So definitely a lot of positives from the Americans. I mean, obviously not everything was positive. Jamie Loeb did uh, did go down in a couple of uh, pretty close sets, or the second set at least was close. Um, you know, but hey, that's how it goes, man. I, I think overall today was probably a better day. For the American women, at least, than yesterday was. So, you know, we're, we're yeah. trending in the right direction there. Yeah, all in all, I mean, look, there's so many Americans on the court on a given day that, you know, some of them are just bound to lose. It's going to happen. And what's so interesting, too, even in a draw like this, you know, when we're looking at qualities, you've got people all over the map. You know, you've got the real, the very young, you know, people trying to make it for the first time. Then you've also got the, you know, college players who are making it. Then you've got the veterans who are on. I mean, I think Matt, uh, Bethany Maddox-Sands just lost a match 5-5 five and five today. And uh, Vavara Levchenko is on court right now. I mean, so they were just 
all over the map here looking at these results. But it is really interesting, and it's good to see, like you said, I think today a better day for the American women overall there um, in terms of matches that we've got upcoming, you know. Of course, we're going to have some more Americans in action tomorrow. Taylor Townsend, 13 seed in this draw. You know, I'm going to be watching for her, definitely. I think, I don't know, I think that's my number one to watch tomorrow, see how she is. I did get a chance to see her play at Wimbledon. And, you know, she's one of those players who, you know, you're always just looking for that breakthrough, I think. And um, she's been she's been such a popular name, at least in American tennis, for what seems like so long right now. But she's only 23. Yeah. Um, and so she's one of those. She's one of those people who I think some are just waiting and waiting and waiting for that breakthrough. And I, I mean, I guess we'll go to a little bit off topic here, and then we'll hop over to the men's side of qualities, just because there's so many matches. But Taylor Townsend, I mean, trajectory of that career. You know, what are we looking at there, realistically? Yeah, I mean, you said it. She's still young, and and her game. She just plays kind of a high risk, high reward type game. You know, for for the women. She likes to come into the net a lot. I mean, she has good hands up around the net. She's always looking to move forward, hit the ball big. Um, you know, she's she's not one of those typical just grinded out players that a lot of times we see. So her game's a little bit different, and I think maybe that's why, you know, we haven't quite seen her completely transition, you know, 100% onto the WTA Tour and just be one of those mainstays yet. Uh, because she's still trying to figure out how her game is going to work at that level. And I think that's a work in progress. But overall, man, I mean, she's a lefty. There's a lot of tools there. I mean, she serves pretty well. So, I mean, I like yeah. her game a lot. I think it's coming. Um, you know, it's only a matter of time. And and like you said, she's still pretty young. So, I, I mean, I, I think the potential's there, you know, for her. Her entire career, I, I believe, is still ahead of her at this point. Yeah. No, I, hey, I agree with all that. I think that's totally fair. But, you know, let's go ahead and stay on our theme of American tennis, but hop over to the men's side here. Of course, a lot of American men in action as well, and a bit of a mixed bag in terms of results. I mean, we look at some names like Kozlov and J.J. Wolf, some of the younger guys who we're always rooting for. Unfortunately, both of them fall today. J.J. Wolf goes out in three, Kozlov in straight sets, four and four. Um, unfortunate to see, but, I mean, J.J. Wolf. I mean, I mean, look, he's putting himself in pretty good positions here. I mean, he could have won this match today, right? Yeah, I believe I, I checked the score earlier, and I think he was up a set in 5-4 serving, like 30 love. He was like two points away from closing it out. So, um, you know, for that thing to kind of flip around and go the other way, I mean, that's tough. But, look, it, it's not really like he's been in this position that, that many times before. I mean, if at all, you know, qualifying for slam. So, you know, he's just out of college now. He's just recently actually turned professional, you know, full time. So um, right. obviously this is a guy that I'm a huge fan of. I mean, I, I love his game. He hits the ball huge. He's got all the weapons. They're there. Um, you know, I, I what bums me about this one is just he was so close. You know, I mean, that's yeah, what's tough about it. But, you know, looking at a broader perspective, I, I, he's going to be fine, man. I mean, this is just yeah. one match in the grand scheme of things. No big deal. It, he'll be on to the next one and it's going to be all good. Yeah, no, I think that's definitely fair. But, um, you know, a little bit more positive news on the American front. We did have um, some USA winners on the day. Um, looking at someone like Kruger coming up with a big win in three sets. 6-7, from over Clark, excuse me, of Great Britain. It's a great win for him. Um, additionally, who else was on the court from the U.S. today? 
there anybody else I'm is there anybody else I'm missing in terms of good uh, results? Oh, yeah, I think Noah Rubin, Rubin was the one we wanted yeah. to touch on. Yeah. Gets through with a routine win. I mean, that's that's I mean, that's good. That's a good sign, right? I mean, two and three. Noah Rubin's one of those guys too who I mean I Expectation wise, I mean, what are you thinking, Noah Rubin? What's what? What are you thinking for uh, maybe the rest of twenty nineteen? I don't know how far out is the scope. I want to put that. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, it's tough. Like this is another guy I'm a big fan of. You know, former uh, college player at Wake Forest. I mean, I love Noah, but it, he's always going to be a little bit limited. You know, just because of his size. I mean, the guy's fast as hell. Sure. He can get around the court faster than anybody around the court. But, you know, when when you're that size and just power is a little tough to come by, you know, he's got to grind every single match out. I mean, it's just, you know, it's a lot more difficult than some of these other guys that can win a bunch of points off their, their serves and, you know, things of that nature. So, I mean, talent-wise, I'd love to see him qualify here. I mean, I want to see him in the main mm-hmm. draw, obviously. Um, but it's just like you got to win three yeah. matches to get in, right? And this is just step number one. He's got two more matches to go. Uh, so so we'll see how it goes for him. But, I mean, he's just got to look at yeah. it one match at a time. And, I, I mean, he's definitely talented enough. If he does qualify here, you know, he's the kind of guy that if the draw breaks the right way in the main draw, I mean, you know, he could he could possibly get a win. You know, I, I wouldn't put that past him at all. So, um, you know, it's just finding a way to quality, which is always so, so tough. Yeah, I mean, it's such a battle, too. I mean, it, it's funny, too, when you look at this draw. It's just, like you said, there are so many people, but God, it's just it's just stacked at the same time. And granted, maybe, you know, I, maybe we're just biased because it's stacked to us because these are the people we spend our time talking about all the time, right? But um, right. at the same time, I mean, there's just so much talent in these draws. And unfortunately, um, you know, only a certain amount that's really going to get through. But anyway, speaking of Noah Rubin, he's going to go on to take on Garcia Lopez um, in his next match. So tough match. can get through that one. I, that is that is going to be a tough I match. Mean, you see him getting through? Uh, he definitely can, but Garcia Lopez yeah. is a veteran guy, man. He's been around for a while. So, you know, he's definitely, um, you know, playing in qualies isn't really going to – it's not going to face Garcia Lopez at all. I mean, you know, all. he's going to be he's gonna be looking to, to crack that main draw. So I think that's a difficult right. matchup, but definitely, I mean, if Noah plays well, I, I think he can win it. Right. Well, and it's so funny, too, you mentioned that, you know, briefly before we, um, you know, move on from the qualies. It's just so interesting, just like I was talking about on the women's side. I mean, the span, the just incredibly wide range of players that you've got in this draw is crazy from young to old alone, you know, even without talking about college versus not college pass. I mean, you've got Garcia Lopez in here, another veteran Spaniard in here, Tommy Robredo. Is in here playing. I mean, like, what are these guys doing, right? Like, I feel like they've been around for so long that their combined age has to be like triple digits. It's, it's nuts. Robredo's got to be close to forty, man. I, I don't know exactly how old he is at this point, but he has got to be close to forty. But, I mean, to see him still out there plugging away, I mean, my hat is off to him because, I mean, we're talking qualies in New York. I mean. Yeah. What a grind. And for him to just still have the love of the game to get out there and grind through that, I mean, I'm I'm impressed, man, because not everybody would be able to do that. 
I know. It looks like Garcia Lopez is 36, and Tommy Robredo is just above him at 37. So okay. a couple of guys who know their way around the court, and they are going to be out there, and they are certainly looking for that win. This stage, like you said, is not really phasing them. It's it's more of a matter of can they get through? Can they get use that experience to, to really crack in and yep. uh, be, a, be a part of this next, next major? But since we got to move on, there's so much action. Let's go ahead and hop over to Winston-Salem, where there's some really, really good ATP action going on. Listeners, as you know, we are recording the night before, so there are a couple of matches on right now. Um, Americans in action include Sam Query. He is on against Carbea Espana right now. Won the first set and is up a break in the second. Sam Query is your sixth seed. Another American on court at the moment is Tennis Sandgren. Um, he just took the court against uh, the Canadian, Shapovalov, so I'm sure that will be a good match as well. Um, finally, of course, this is yet to be played, but Shardy is taken on Tiafo, the 10 seed this evening, slotted to go on here in a little over an hour, but depending on how those other matches go, that might get pushed around a little bit. But regardless, let's go ahead and hop into some of the matches of the day. Some more Americans um, with finished results. Stevie Johnson coming up with some big one. He finished up his match from prior, then goes on and takes on the five seed Dan Evans and just completely routes him. What's that about? Yeah, I mean, look, it was a day, man, for Stevie J. How about that? He gets two wins. He takes out Mute three and three, um, you know, early on in the afternoon and then comes back to beat Dan Evans, who is a tricky opponent. I mean, is no slouch whatsoever and takes him out three and one. I'm super impressed, man. Stevie J, he's played a couple challengers recently. You know, he hasn't had a very good 2019 at all by his standards. He would be, I'm sure no. he'd be the first one to tell us that. Um, but it just goes to show you, Jamie, I mean, if you dip down to that challenger level, get some wins, gain some confidence, we see it happen quite often where players will bump back up to the ATP Tour or the WTA Tour, for that matter, and come back strong and start picking up wins again. Yeah. It's just – it's about that confidence, and it looks like Stevie's – you know, he might have it right now. So I, I'm i looking for him to make a run here in Winston. He's done it before. Uh, last year he got to the finals, lost to Medvedev, so you know not a terrible loss there by any means. But Steve's a guy. I mean, this court surface suits him in Winston Salem. He typically plays well here, so I'm looking for him to go deep, man. I think that'd be huge. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's funny you you mentioned the challenger aspect right at this time because you know who's another player who's just coming out and saying they're considering dropping down to challenger level to help the comeback. Yeah. Andy Murray. I mean, that's been in the news today. Yep. I mean, I saw multiple articles of that alone basically being like, look, man, I need to get it back. And I mean, look, so much of it is just truly getting back on the court and getting the match experience, it is. but it's mental, man. I mean, getting that confidence back, getting match wins under your belt. Um, and, you know, Murray's a guy, of course, who I feel like even if he did dip down, like he knows who he is, right? You know, it's not somebody who's trying to build confidence out of nothing. It's really just sort of trying to regain it and get back to at least as close as he can um, you know, 2016 yeah. Murray. But regardless of all that, I mean, you're absolutely right. And it looks like it's working for Stevie. I mean, right now in terms of rankings, not where he wants to be at all. Yeah. I think he's currently 82. Um, that's miles away from his career high of 21. So definitely some work and some ground to be caught up in that regard. But he looked very good, gets a convincing win today. Um, he only drops four games against Dan Evans. That's That's not too bad. But... Anyway, there are some other good matches that we need to touch on as well. Um, Kranovich taking out the 
the man, the veteran, Tomas Burdich. 3-6-7-5-6-1. Burdich, the veteran, is going out there. Kesmanovic, a guy who you've been pretty high on, taking out Popperin, 7-6-6-3. Um, unfortunately, the American Fertangelo goes out in three sets to Umber, the Frenchman. Feliciano Lopez getting a win over Andujar, the fellow Spaniard, 6-4-1-6-7-5. Benoit Pair getting a straight set win over Gunnaswaran. Uh, Hase moving on. Rublev still yet to play against Ramos Vinolas. I think even though Ramos Vinolas is the seed here, I think everybody's um, probably got Rublev penciled in as the favorite for that one, um, especially given what we've seen from Rublev and that great win over Federer. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know about you. Maybe your head's at a different spot, but I think he's got to come into this match thinking, man, I need to win this one. I, I would agree. The only the only weird thing is, Jamie, is that yesterday was pretty much a washout in Winston-Salem. It, it rained for most yeah. of the day. So these guys are playing twice today. Rublev already won a match today. He beat Tom, yeah, Thomas he Fabiano. So, you know, the only thing that I'm a little bit worried about is just a little fatigue, you know, having to play twice in one sure. day. These guys aren't used to doing that. Um, you know, in my mind, Rublev, you know, against Ramos Vinolas, who's more of a clay quarter, I, Rublev is absolutely going to be ripping the ball. I would like to say Rublev, mm-hmm. but I, I just have a little bit of pause because he's already played. Ramos is going to be fresh. So we'll see. I mean, I think it could be a good one. Right, of course. And, well, I mean, look, that match that he had earlier today, let's hope it didn't take that much out of him. I think, yep. what was it, 4-2. and two. So nothing nothing too bad uh, as far as he's concerned. So he's probably going to be at least decently fresh here. He's slotted to go on actually very soon, within like 10, 15 minutes. So we'll see Andre Rublev there, see if he can sort of back up some good results. But um, one other match I did want to call out, mainly because of the guy who actually ended up losing this match, but her catch taking out Lee from South Korea. Her catch wins it 4-6-6-0-6-3. But just got to give props to our guy. Yeah, Lee here. man. Do you see this story come out about him? I mean, this is fun. I mean, this is just an awesome sort of story, right? I mean, the first deaf player to win an ATP Tour main draw match. I mean, it's just obviously, of course, is really just a specific scenario here. But for him, I mean, what a triumph that is. And like, I, I don't know. We, I feel like that's at least deserves some airtime, right? Oh, absolutely, man. And, 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 you know, it's funny. I've actually, I've known about Ducky Lee for, for quite some time. I mean, he's been on the challenger tour, the, the circuit he's, he's been playing for a while. He's just, you know, obviously he hadn't won a match on the ATP tour. So we never really paid him too much, you know, too much mind, but, um, I was aware of his story. I I knew, you know, kind of what he was up against. And so I, you know, whenever he's in a draw, even at the challenger level, I always just kind of look and see what's going on with him. Um, but yeah, it's, it's unbelievable, man. I mean, I, I, I can't imagine, obviously, I mean, you know, being deaf and, you know, I just, I can't even comprehend, you know, what that would be like in, in real life, let alone on the tennis court. So for him, I mean, it's, it's awesome to see. I'm glad he was able to get his first win on tour. You know, he'll always be able to remember that. And, you know, Hey, he won the first set here on, on Hubie Hercotch too. I, I thought when I saw that, I was like, uh Oh, he might be on a roll, but then, you know, Hercotch, he righted the ship and, you know, Oh, and three in the second third sets but um yeah. you know that was that was probably to be expected but overall i mean good tournament for ducky lee and you know maybe maybe we'll see him again here in not too long yeah and i mean look i'm still holding out hope to see him more and more like you said he has had a lot of success especially on you know itf junior circuit but 
um, you know, now that he's here, you know, he's only 21, but he's, like you said, he's taking a set off a guy like Hercatch, who definitely has some big-time name recognition. So the talent's definitely there. Um, you know, I think getting that sort of win under his belt is definitely going to help the confidence grow. But like you said, hopefully we see him more and more, and, you know, he's only 21, so he's got years to do it. Let's go ahead and hop into the matches that are going to be coming up tomorrow. Of course, maybe some of these aren't quite set yet because there are still matches currently on or uh, have yet to be played. But a couple of them that are set that I think are at least worth mentioning. Um, Stevie Johnson taking on Casper Rude and Feliciano Lopez taking on her catch. If you had to pick, you had to pick a winner out of those just flat out, who are you taking? Um, Look, I think for Stevie, I think it's another good opportunity, you know, to play a young guy, Casper Rude. Typically think of him as more of a clay court type player. He's had a lot of success on clay. Hasn't completely really been able to transfer that over to the hard courts and and have the consistent results on hard courts yet. So I think, you know what, man, with what I saw today out of Stevie, I'm going to roll with Stevie J on that one. I think I, hopefully he can just he can keep this momentum going that he's picked up recently. Um, in that other match, I, I'll take the younger guy in that one. I'll go with Hubie Hercotch over Lopez. I mean, that's probably going to be one of those matches, though, man, that, that goes three sets, and we could see a couple of tiebreakers. I mean, both guys serve so well, and Lopez, <laughs> as old as he is, I mean, he just he still has the kind of game where he can push guys that are ranked well ahead of him with that lefty serve and his transition game forward into the net. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be shocked sure. to see Lopez win, but I'm going to go with Hercutch in that one. Yeah, I think I think that's true. Let me put it this way. Yeah, I'm going to go for it. I'm gonna, I would pick the same Stevie Johnson and Hercutch to win. Would you be more surprised, though, by Rude beating Johnson or Lopez beating Hercatch? I'd be more surprised, at least what I saw from Stevie today, if Rude beat Johnson than Lopez beating Hercatch. Yeah, I think I'm I think I'm with you on that one, Jamie. Oh, well, there you go. No, I, I, no I do. need for more argument. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but like I said, not all the matches have been set up. Those two are going to be awesome. Worth mentioning as well, Millman's going to be taking on Hassa. And the all French battle, Benoit Pair and Umber. Real quick, I gotta get. <laughs> I think I think it could absolutely. Yeah, I think I think that one could be sneaky good too, Jamie. That the the French I battle. I mean, you know, Benoit. You never really know what you're gonna get with him. I've seen him before in Winston Salem, no less. Just absolutely blow up and go nuts. Um, well, and what's yeah, and what's crazy, this is why I saved the pair on Bear one for last, is because I wanted to give a brief take on Benoit Pair. I mean, his match today against Gunnar Swaran, I mean, look, he gets through it and it's straight sets, but it was really ugly yep. from him. I mean, he gave up a break, happened to get it right back by sort of a gift. Like you said, mentioning the blowing up, I mean, he completely blew up. He shattered a racket. I mean, he was, I mean, he got a, what was it, a verbal uh, warning? <laughs> For obscenity. I mean, he just, he was getting everything. He was throwing his rackets. He was all pissed. And, you know, of course, doing it with a full beard and a popped collar, yep. like a legend as he is. Um, but it, it's just so weird to me. How many times is he going to throw the racket out of his hand while serving? Because more yeah. than anyone on tour by like tenfold, I've seen him do it. And I don't know, is he just holding it that loosely? 
is I think we need we need to find out I, what I mean, kind of I don't know is he are his hands are his hands that sweaty? I well I think like, we just need to find out what kind of overgrip he's using cuz if it's turnagrip man that that's it's not a, a, yeah it's, it's that's not a, a glowing testimonial yeah no absolutely no it's not. not and it look there's one way to fix this and this is going to be my endorsement Wilson Pro overgrip is the only way to go when it comes to overgrips, man. You have to go the classic white Wilson pro overgrip. It is a good one. And it is a good that one. right there will not slip. If you want a grip that the racket's not going to be coming out of your hand, Benoit, listen up, man. Go with that one. I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed. I don't know. Have you ever – I mean, so I agree with you. If I'm picking a, if I'm picking a grip, absolutely, that's where I'm going. But – I mean, look, you've played summer tournaments and whatnot. There's still sometimes those things will get soaked. It'll get slick. <laughs> now, granted. They are, but why, look, why is why is Benoit the only one seemingly having this see, issue? that's what though? I'm saying. Like, is he holding it that loosely to get the firepower and try and just snap? I, I, I don't know, but seriously, it's ridiculous. More more than any other player, I swear every tournament I see him play, he's he, <laughs> the racket is coming out on a service motion, and I don't know why. And inexplicably he gets so mad about it i'm like do you not expect this at this point like i i feel like we i think it's a broken record like every time i see the guy step on the court you know he's tossing a racket off a serve so i don't know just just some food for thought there but you know listeners stick with the wilson overgrip you know yes but let me ask you this matt so the wilson pro overgrip what about the perforated version? Because that exists too. Some people go with that one. Do you, do you ever use the perforated one? No. no always classic. No. Okay. No. Never. Always wow. classic. Okay. Always classic. This, this is the only grip that I ever used in the juniors. Still to this day, I will only buy Wilson Classic White Pro Overgrip. It has to be mm. white too. Wow. It's 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 the way to go, man. I'm. I'm a stickler for that. I mean, I respect that. A creature of habit and for, yes. for good reason. It looks good. It feels good. That's fair. I will say I'm a bit ashamed about this, but I didn't have any extra grips because, you know, I didn't, I don't play. And I played for the first time in a couple months um, the other day and I straight up took my Wilson Pro overgrip, took it off, turned it inside out and used yeah, the other side. Of it. Yeah, and, yeah. Hey, you know what? I'd still choose that grip over a lot of the other ones out there. So that's my take on Wilson pro over grips. Use them both sides. You'll be good to go. I think a lot of people can actually relate to that. So, you know, you're not alone. I'm sure you're not alone. I don't know. I remember I would get, I would get some looks for, I've definitely gotten some looks and some judgment <laughs> for it. So I'm glad, I'm glad that you're at least on the same page with me in that regard. But enough of all that. We can ask Gruskin if we can do a GSP on the, uh, the best grips and the worst grips, you know, <laughs> listeners, you know where Matt and I stand right now. So we'll, we'll get back to you and see if that's going to be a full episode. I'm sure Gruskin, I'm sure Gruskin could make it a full episode, right? Oh, you know, you know, he's got plenty of takes oh, he on, on overgrips. And probably no some question. bad ones. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh, exactly. Oh, Gruskin seems like the kind of guy that would use turn a grip, man. Honestly, he just, Ooh. he does. He, I, I, I can believe, see it. I, I can like totally see a, it, man. Or like turn attack, maybe. Ooh. You know, one of the one of the like really sticky ones that feels like you're playing with a you know a roll of scotch tape on the other side of it. Yeah. Yeah, for about five minutes until you know the the sweat starts getting on there, and then it's god awful. And then it's like a deli wrap. Yeah. No, I know. That's that's good stuff. Well, anyway, uh, listeners, we thank you for bearing with us here. Of course, we're crazy tennis nuts, so we're going to have weird takes on everything, including but not limited to Wilson Pro Overgrips. Matt, thank you for hopping on again with me on our regular Tuesday night for the Wednesday pod. What do we say to our listeners? That's a break. And we'll see you guys next time.